Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fisher, Bobby Petrino getting a big 27 to 10 win over the Auburn Tigers. And, you know, you've heard Hugh Freeze talk about the offensive struggles and the problems they've had. I mean, it, it just, it really came to a head in College Station. Auburn's been a nice story to this point, you know, one at Cal on the road, but they could just get absolutely nothing going. Because, I mean, listen to these passing stats Peyton Thorne, six of 12, 44 yards through the air. They brought in the the Gurner kid, eight yards passing, and then Robbie Ashford had four yards passing. Their leading ball carriers battle with 59 yards, Hunter with 53. So a little bit better success on the ground, Jackson with 31. But all in all, it is a real, real struggle. I mean, Hugh Freeze is going to do big things at Auburn, but he's got to get his quarterback. I mean, bottom line, he just does not have that guy right now. And then Texas A&M, overcoming the injury to Connor Wegman, who went eight of 14, 70 yards, what a luxury it is to have a guy like a Max Johnson, 7 for 11, 123, two touchdowns, no picks on the game. And, guys, as we talked, this was a game A&M had to have, right? Jimbo Fisher, Bobby Petrino, you lost that game to Miami. You feel like even though it wasn't an SEC loss, you don't have any hiccups left. Uh, you know, I think for Jimbo, realistically, to be thought of as the guy in College Station, 9-3 and three or better is what they need to finish with. And so this was a big game. Not from the standpoint that Auburn was ever really talented enough to, you know, give Texas A&M a real run for their money, but just because of the way the two teams have been playing for Texas A&M, protect the home field, play up to their capabilities. Of course, Anaya Smith on the outside, big as well, five for 78 at the receiver position, Evan Stewart, three for 50. That offense really flexing their muscles, and then Moss in the backfield, Moss and Daniels, uh, 97 yards rushing from all, 85 for Daniels. Got the running game going in this football game. So, all in all, a successful for performance, especially the offensive side of the football for A&M. And I think A&M coming more back into form of what they think or what we think they can be as a football team. And then again, guys, like I mentioned, Auburn, Hugh Freeze got to find his quarterback. I mean, that's the biggest thing holding back the Auburn Tigers right now is they just really don't have that trigger man, that difference maker under center. We moved to Nashville. Vanderbilt taking on Kentucky, and the Cats stay undefeated with a 45-28 to win over the Vanderbilt Commodores. And, and, you know, guys, we need to put respect on Kentucky because the fact of the matter is this. They are 4-0. They are undefeated. They jumped all over Vandy, by the way. Outscored them 21 to nothing in the first quarter. They were up 24-10 to at halftime. Uh, Vandy outscoring uh, Kentucky in the second half, 18-20. to Or, excuse me, they didn't outscore them. But um, 
15 points in that fourth quarter, I think, made the score a little bit closer than the game actually was. But, you know, Devin Leary, 15 to 29, 205, a touchdown, two picks. You know, I, I think folks want to see more out of him. And as the competition gets better, it's going to be a real test, right? Like this weekend, they've got the Florida Gators in Lexington because Kentucky, it's the curious case of they're 4-0, but they haven't looked particularly great in any game. So, like, are they 4-0 because their schedule's not very good? Or are they 4-0 because they are actually a really good team, right? Ray Davis, Ray Davis against his old team, guys, exactly what you'd expect. 17 carries, 78 yards, 4.6 yards per carry, two touchdowns. I thought there was a good chance he would go off in this football game. Uh, you know, Barry and Brown, Dane Key on the outside, the big-time playmakers for Kentucky, four for 105 for Brown, four for 58 for Dane Key. Uh, and then on the Vandy side, guys, I mean, just not enough in the quarterback position. A.J. Swan, 16-40, had three interceptions in the ballgame. Kentucky's defense give them credit, obviously. But I, I just – my bigger thing leaving this game is Kentucky. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just don't know because Kentucky was a team that I bought stock in over the summer, was really high on it. Like, I, I still think Kentucky could be good. But when we look back, when the dust settles, are we going to say, well, you know, Kentucky finished with eight wins, but it's more so because their out-of-conference schedule sucks and they beat Vanderbilt and they kind of skated by and anytime they played a good team, they were outclassed. Or – is Kentucky actually a good team? Are they actually the second best team in the SEC East? See, that's the thing. That's like what I would hate if I were a fan of a team like Kentucky and having a schedule like that. It's like when you don't play anybody at the front half of your schedule, like you're not going to know. You're, you're not going to much know what you have. So I think the jury's still out on Kentucky, but all in all did what they need to do to take down uh, Vanderbilt in a big win in Nashville. Guys, we move to the game of the weekend, of course, in Tuscaloosa. Alabama makes a statement and a big bounce-back performance taking down Ole Miss 24-10. to 
first on the Rebel side, man, Lane Kiffin. It's just like there is this ceiling at Ole Miss. And give credit, by the way, to Lane Kiffin for getting Ole Miss football to that ceiling. But there is this ceiling at Ole Miss where it's just like every time they get to this position, they get to this level, Ole Miss is just not able to win the big game. They're just not able to break through that glass ceiling and emerge and kind of, you know, announce to the college football world that they are ready for this stage or they're on this stage. You're going to hear Chris Doring talk about this, guys, but really I thought in that first half, Alabama looked like that team that we saw against South Florida and throughout this season where it's just this this comedy of errors. They're shooting themselves in the foot. They can't get anything going offensively. Here's the thing. When you got Alabama like that at their place, you got to take advantage, man. You, you, you have to be able to take advantage of the mistakes, and Ole Miss couldn't do that. And so what happened was you allowed Alabama to get into a rhythm. You allowed Alabama to get some confidence. You know, I thought Jalen Milrow just reaffirmed. He obviously is the guy at quarterback. Was he perfect? No, but 17-21, a touchdown. The one interception was a really, really bad throw in the red zone. It cannot happen but by far better than any quarterback they've got other than Jalen Miller on the roster. Jace McClellan getting the running game going was big for Bama, 6.2 yards per carry, 105 yards rushing, a touchdown. I thought Alabama on the defensive front, they were much more active. And, you know, for Ole Miss, man, it's like if you can't get Quinshawn Judkins going, you just don't have a chance, man. I mean, he did rush for 4.3 yards per carry, but only 13 carries, 56 yards uh, you know, Jackson Dart in this game, 20-35, 244, had one pick, but no touchdown passes. So, you know, if you'd have showed me the stat sheet, I could have easily told you, right, that Ole Miss wasn't going to win this football game. But for Alabama, it was, the you know, it was the game in which, you know, of course, we took Alabama minus seven. A lot of folks were on Ole Miss. It was just one of those things where it's like, I don't trust that Ole Miss is ready to win the big game. And I'm also not going to sell stock on a Bama team that's still – loaded with talent. Now, I'm not telling you to buy stock in the sense they're going to win the West or they're going to be anything other than 9-3, and three, but I never bought that Ole Miss was ready to win a football game like this, and I think Saturday just further proved that point. Guys, we keep it moving. Tennessee, the Gamecocks' Week 5 opponent, takes down UTSA, final score of 45-14. What's really interesting is the, is the, the mood of Tennessee fans on social media after this football game, because if you just look at the box score, I mean, it's 31-0 at half balls. Yes, UTSA made it somewhat interesting, scored two touchdowns in the third quarter, but I mean, you know, Tennessee responded with two touchdowns of their own in the fourth quarter. They win this game 45-14, to right? A blowout win. Joe Milton goes 18-31, 209, two touchdowns. Uh, Samson in the backfield for them, 11 carries for 139, two touchdowns, 12.6 yards per carry. Joe Milton, five carries for 89 yards, had that big 81-yard rushing touchdown to start the game, right? Uh, Small, nine for 61. Jalen Wright, only four for 16. But, like, you look at the numbers, you think to yourself, okay, all is well on Rocky Top. Dude, Tennessee's fans are just – they're in disarray right now. Maybe Joe Milton's not the guy – I think the biggest thing is this. It's not about what Joe Milton is doing. It's about what he's not doing. It's about the throws he's missing. It's about those big plays not being hit. And Joe Milton, these receivers as well, especially these receivers, I don't know who Tennessee misses more. Hinton Hooker 
or Jalen Hyatt because they're just off in the passing game. I, I mean, they're just they're off, right? I mean, 6.7 yards per completion for Joe Milton. That's what's irking Tennessee fans, I think, more than anything. Um, a pair of quarterbacks having big success against Tennessee, 231 passing yards total for the Roadrunners, two passing touchdowns, 41 passing attempts in the game. Obviously, uh, Tennessee's front seven did a good job slowing down the run. Nobody really popped off there. But, you know, I think for Tennessee, I mean, you look at the receiving stats, guys. You had Keaton, who had one for 48 in the touchdown. That's an explosive. But, you know, Brew McCoy, three for 30. Squirrel White, four for 29. Thornton Jr., two for 24. Webb, two for 22. There's nobody really popping off right now at receiver. So it's it's very interesting feelings in Rocky Top, especially when like when you look at a game like this and then you go on social media or you talk to Tennessee folks, a lot of them are saying, you know, we're no good. We're not going to win another game. This offense sucks. This team sucks. Hypo doesn't have it. It's It's like the energy doesn't match what the stat sheet is saying, but I think it's because – Tennessee's just not what they were last year, and they're missing some of these big plays they had last year, and maybe Joe Milton is missing on some of these ball plays, and Tennessee fans are having a rough time adjusting. But either way, Tennessee gets the big win at Neyland Stadium. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the GameTime app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. GameTime is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. How about LSU and Arkansas and arguably the game of the weekend Guys, this was a 17-and-a-half point spread. Some people thought, okay, won't be a game. 
Arkansas did not oblige. 34-31 to 31 final. How about a gutsy win from LSU, too? Because they got punched in the mouth, right? I mean, this was a 13-10 game at halftime. Arkansas was up. They were up 13-3, I think, early in this game. LSU fights back, fights scratch and claw. Guys, I told you the rivalry game, you know, I felt like some weird things could happen, and they did. And, of course, Jaden Daniels and LSU, they had the final punch. Jaden Daniels, fantastic. And, again, 320 yards passing, four touchdowns a pick. How about K.J. Jefferson, though, man, just carrying this football team with no Rocket Sanders? Um, and, you know, I, I just, again, as we talked about South Carolina earlier, guys, style points, they mean nothing. Like, I know some people are going to look at this and say, man, what is LSU? Are they any good? Arkansas stunk. Guys, it is about survive and advance in the SEC. And there's no such thing as a bad win in the SEC. I felt more so encouraged about what I saw from Arkansas than, you know, than, than questioning LSU. I mean, we know what their problem is. It is the secondary, but the offense clicking on all cylinders, guys. I mean, Malik Neighbors, big time, yet again, with eight catches for 130 and two touchdowns. How about Thomas Jr., the other big threat for them on the outside, five for 133 and two touchdowns. But I loved seeing this game, guys, because this was just a good old-fashioned SEC rivalry. Good old-fashioned SEC West rivalry, and LSU comes out on top. And again, guys, survive in advance. There is no such thing as a bad win in the SEC. How about Florida taking down Charlotte? 22 to 7. 22-7, guys. Final score in this game. 16 to 7 at halftime. Gators score a field goal in each of the third and the fourth quarters. You know, dominant defensively, right? I mean, it's one of the top defenses. I actually think the top defense in the SEC through four weeks. But, man, I mean, did did Florida show up for the game? Did they play their twos the entire game? I know they didn't because I see the rushing yard numbers. I see Graham Mertz, 20 of 23, 259. That's got to be the most encouraging thing coming out of it. Graham Mertz is is getting hot, playing efficiently. You carry that into this Saturday's Kentucky game. But – I, I don't know, man. I mean, did, does Florida know how to handle success? Do they know how to handle victories? Do they know how to handle momentum? Because it doesn't look like they do based off that performance. Is it something that's going to linger or is it a wash because you're playing lesser competition and it's the letdown game after, you know, playing a team and getting a big win like a Tennessee? I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what the case is. But, man, I, I, I just – I was stunned to see that Florida score because, guys – Charlotte's not a good football team. Charlotte in no way is a good football team. And, I mean, Florida just having escaped by the 49ers. Uh, we'll find out a lot more about the Gators this weekend when they take on Kentucky. Noon kick, SEC Nation on hand in Lexington. Guys, Georgia, let's move to Athens in the night game at Sanford. They take down UAB by a final score of 49-21. to 21. Dogs were up 28-14 to 14 at half. Was surprised to see Trent Dilfer's team get two touchdowns on that dog's defense in the second quarter. But, of course, they pull away in that game. Again, guys, it's it's just another game where Georgia is not doing anything crazy flashy, right? Carson Beck, 22-32, 3 touchdowns. Uh, nothing crazy in the run game, man. The run game wasn't all that great. Brock Bowers, he burst on the scene in this one, 9 for 121, two touchdowns. Uh, Marcus Rosemary, Jack Saint, 3 for 94 but Georgia's just kind of ho-hum, just, you know, doing what they have to do. Nothing flashy, nothing crazy. And, you know, they obviously still won the game by, by 28 points. But now the dogs get an SEC play on the road at Auburn. I'm just curious to see, do we start to see Georgia pop, right? Because 
all George is hearing is that they're no good and, and they're not beating teams the way they're supposed to be. And all George is doing is, is winning football games, guys. That's, that's all George is doing. They're just winning games. It may not be with the style points or flashy or this or that or whatever, but they're just winning football games. They're doing what they have to do to win football games, period, point blank, in a story. And so I, I, I'm still in the camp of I'm not buying that Georgia's not very good. I'm not buying, you know, I, Georgia's not a polished, finished product right now. The luxury of their schedule is they don't have to be, right? They don't have to be. So I think once Georgia gets healthy, they get their guys back, they're going to get into a rhythm, get in a flow. They're still more talented than anybody out there, guys. I mean, that's the crazy part. Georgia is playing okay football, and they haven't played a game within single digits yet. They're having no problems disposing a team. So I'm not worried about Georgia, especially when you look at how Carson Beck is playing. It almost feels like Georgia, they've spent their first four games in this like this ramp-up period, right, where it's like, you know, they're just they're using it to kind of get their feet under them. And I mean, the biggest thing for Georgia, they got to get that rushing offense fixed. They got to get that run game going. It makes no sense how bad they are running the football. But I'd be surprised that doesn't change. I I, I really would, guys. And uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe that's the case of Georgia's actually not all that good, and you know that the guys they lost and Mike Bobo at OC is really hurting them. But I, I just I, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not drawing those conclusions quite yet. And guys, finally, last but certainly not least, Missouri takes down the Memphis Tigers by a final score of 34 to 27. And listen, Mizzou, I'm here to eat crow. I doubted you two weeks in a row. I thought, you know what? The downfall of Mizzou is incoming. And the Tigers. Would not oblige, guys. I, I think we've really got to start giving Mizzou another look and saying, okay, this, this, I think right now, I think right now, and I know, I know, they've played four non-conference games. They got Vandy this weekend, so we probably still don't learn a lot about them. But, guys, Missouri's 4-0. and They got a top 25 win. They got two wins over Power 5 teams. And they're probably going to be 5-0 and hosting LSU in a couple of weeks. Like, I'm willing to go on record right now and say that Missouri is the second best team in the SEC East. Right now. Right now. Now, does that change when the competition stiffens up for Mizzou? It very well could. I wouldn't be surprised if it did. But right now... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'd say Mizzou is the second best team in the SEC East. Brady Cook, 18 of 25, 341, two touchdowns. Cody Schrader for them, 14 for 123, a touchdown. Nathaniel Pete, 15 for 65, a touchdown. They've got that one-two punch. Luther Burden continues to be fantastic, 10 for 177. They've really got something, guys, in Como. They've really, really got something in Como. I think there's a lot of reason to be excited, guys, if you're a fan of the Tigers. And listen, I'm somebody, I'm here to eat crow. Like I said, I thought the downfall was coming. 
I'll be curious to see, does the defense hold up? Because I think the defense has actually been kind of lackluster when you think about all the hype they received coming in, right? One of the best defenses in the SEC, over 80% of production returning. And, I mean, it's just kind of on a weekly basis. The defense is somewhat struggling to get big stops. And, you know, Hennigan from Memphis, 31 of 47, 316, three touchdowns, two picks. I'm not saying crown Missouri in the sense of draw conclusions they're the best, but right now they're the second best team in the SEC East. Does that change? We'll see as the the competition stiffens up, but you got to give credit where credit's due. And right now the credit belongs to Mizzou. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.